0: Hi guys, James Wilson-Taylor here for Rock Sound and welcome to another edition of the Rock Sound Podcast. This way you can listen back to all our latest interviews and a few you might have missed from the last year or so. And today we've got not one, but two guests from Sleeping With Sirens, it's Mr. Kellen Quinn. And from Yellow Card, we've got Ryan Key. They have just teamed up for a new musical project entitled The First Rock Band on Mars. This is aimed at a younger audience and actually ties in with an existing children's book, but they've created this little EP of songs all around it. It's a really, really cool idea. We talk about how that came together, getting involved in this project, and a bit about all the other stuff they've got going on too. With Kellen, there's new Sleeping With Sirens music out there, and we talk about his collaboration with Machine Gun Kelly on Love Race as well. And then with Ryan, he's up to all sorts. He's been working on a lot of soundtrack stuff, including some top secret project for Disney that he gives us a little detail about there. And he's launched his new Twitch channel, which is really exciting too. So loads and loads of interesting stuff there. If you want to check out the video, it is up right now on the Rock Sound YouTube channel for you to watch but in the meantime let's just get on with it shall we here talking the first rock band on mars this is kellen quinn and ryan key i guess i want to kind of start with uh how long you guys have actually known each other you guys must have crossed paths quite a few times over the years i would imagine right
1: yeah we didn't actually like hang though proper till probably 2016 is that Warp? when it was? Yeah. Did, it was you four, did, did you do 14 and 16 or just 16?
2: Dude, it's all a blur. I don't remember.
1: because <laughs> so, And we um, did the even numbers. We did 12, 14, 16. So okay. it was either 14 or 16 that after all the time we we were like introduced and actually like had some cocktails and hung out.
2: Yeah. I feel like Lisa Brownlee kind of brought us together. Yeah. Um, yeah. She was like the right hand lady and also our tour manager at the time. Um, but she... She definitely brought us together and we hung out a lot more because of her, I feel like.
0: Yeah, for sure. Nice. She's a legend. Well, it's cool to see you guys finally get to work on something. What kind of unexpected project it was. It works really well for a start, I'll say that. But it's it's cool to see you guys do something completely different and kind of unexpected. How did this project first come to, come to be and how did you guys get involved with it, I guess?
2: Yeah, so James, who wrote the book and kind of had the idea for this whole concept, um, got in touch with, Benji and Joey, my managers at MDDN, and just said, "Hey, I've got this idea for a book. I would love Kellen to narrate the character." Um, and then once I sent over all of the vocal um narration for for the book, he he said like, "I feel like doing a song as well." Um, so I kind of scribbled an idea together on my guitar cuz I was like kind of messing around with guitar at the time, and we just built a song around it and um, Yeah. We had one song that kind of corresponded with the book and then we decided to kind of put together like an EP and that's where Ryan kind of came in.
1: I actually just got asked originally to just play some bass down on one song. Um, And uh, I'm not, I, at first, even that I was like, you get, wait, like, can't you guys come just play bass? Like, what do you need? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) sorry. Sorry if that's a dig on, on bass players. It's not at all. But for this, for this style of bass playing, i mean come on you know what i mean like i'm not i'm not trying to like play rage parts for this you know so <laughs> um yeah so i anyways i got asked to, to play bass i was like yeah sure i, I mean uh, especially you know with kellen being involved it was like yeah that that would be rad and and uh i think fans would be stoked and whatever so started out just that and then um i actually ended up putting together a whole track as well uh later they were kind of like looking to round out this ep of songs and um, so I just threw together a song that I don't even know if it's good. I just have. I haven't done any type of like rock and roll production or writing in so long, like so long. So I just turn, you know, got out the guitar and like kind of tried to remember how to write a riff. it's good dude you did a great job
0: i feel feel like it came back to you quite quick man i think i slapped
1: it together so i appreciate that
0: (laughs) well it's funny as well like it's got to be kind of a weird experience obviously you guys are both you know very accomplished in your own ways and done done loads of your own songwriting in the past and all that kind of thing but this is a unique position where you're writing a like a thematic thing but for a book as well that's got to be kind of a different new creative muscle to get to flex like that talk to me about that experience in particular
2: I mean, it's cool to immerse yourself into the world of like being this character and, you know, going into space and playing on Mars and stuff like that. But it did get a little complicated when when we're getting into tracks like two and three. I'm like, what else can we write about? That's exactly. space, <laughs> You know, um, but I feel like we did a really good job of putting together um, four songs. I think one is an interlude, but four songs that, you know, brings out the spirit of what the book is. Uh, It's enjoyable to listen to. And I feel like kids and adults will really appreciate it because it does have, um, you know, it's got fun riffs and it's got, it's got energy, you know, it's not like, it's not like typical kids songs, Mm -hmm. um, but it, but it's like, you know, you can sing it and the melodies will get stuck in your head. And I feel like they, it turned out really cool. That was part of James's
1: mission with it all too, is that the music aspect of it was very deliberate to say, I want to make music that isn't, i forget what the song he everyone everyone references baby shark baby shark it's not baby (laughs) shark like like you know parents are coming to an age where they were seeing you know they were in that sort of genre uh of music when they were young so it'd be refreshing and cool to hear some kids music that like identifies not just you know that identifies with like their musical tastes and um in that kind of in the pop punk or or emo vein of 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 stuff and I, i think Um, yeah, I I fully agree that it's like, kind of nailed it. Like, it's like, it's a fun kids, group of kids songs, but it also is like, pretty rock and roll. So um, I think rock and roll parents are going to be very stoked on this.
0: That's a big market these days, man. That's a very, very big market. But it's funny, isn't it? Like, kind of working that balance. Because like you say, you know, on first listen, it's like, yeah, this just fits in as, you know, good scene rock music. What is it that makes it necessarily apart from the themes and stuff? Is it just we can't swear here to make it for kids. Like what are the the things you've got in your head going, right? How do we gear this more towards that kid audience as well?
2: Yeah, I think the theme, I think um, making sure that it's like easy for younger kids to like sing along to. Um, And also just like kind of the fun theme of it all, like, you know, thinking about being in a spaceship and seeing your alien buddies waving out the window at you and, and, you know, being on a planet with a bunch of people that get to make the trip out to see the concert and stuff like that and just being in a different landscape and just having that imagery, I think, is really what set it off.
1: I think you, you can't go in and, and, you know, when I so I had to, like, pretty much write a song from top to bottom. James did most of the lyrics on the track I did. I, I just kind of was like in the middle of a million other things too and was like hey man i i can throw these melodies down i can always work with words and make melody out of them especially if i don't have to worry about playing and singing at the same time you know like if there's no restriction to what the melody the rhythm of the melody can be or whatever send me the words i'll make the melody so i tweaked the lyrics a little bit to fit you know and worked around them but the general idea for the song i did uh came from him lyrically but i would say that like the one thing that's like, well, you have to do this is like I had to kind of play in like a major key, you know, the song sort of I wanted it to feel like bouncy and happy and like <laughs> fun, which means, you know, no, like dark minor stuff going on. So which is funny, because that's I, I would never gravitate towards like, let's make this sound like happy. That's just not I would never do that. So um <laughs> So it was a fun challenge. It was a fun challenge to like write riffs, write a riff that like kind of a main riff type thing, and a, and a progression in the chorus. Um, and even with that said, like I did try to like throw one little chord in the chorus, It's kind of like a chromatic resolve at the end of the progression, to just give it a little bit of interest, as opposed to just your straight up sort of um, you know Blink One Eighty Two progression that is always like the happy feel good progression, like. Um, So yeah it was it was fun but i I think the thing i kept i didn't have to worry about the words so the thing i kept in mind the most was like the feel of the music for a a children's thing
0: yeah 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 definitely got a lot of positivity coming through which is always going to be reflected well and what's what's the kid's reaction been like this is the real critics guys what's the what's the kid verdict been so far i don't have any so i don't know (laughs) oh but have you not heard it from any kid's perspective come on i Um, haven't
2: my uh, my nephew really likes Rockstar on Mars. He he enjoys that song. I've got a video of him rocking out to it, and that's really been fun. Um, and then my daughter's nine, so she when it comes on, she knows the words pretty quickly, you know. Um, but she's kind of in the phase of like wanting to listen to like Sia and Taylor Swift and stuff. And anytime I put on one of my songs now, she's just like, she can't be bothered, you know. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, <"Ugh>,
0: Dad, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not again. Guitars. Yeah. Uh, in, in, in
2: be- and because I've been recording from home, you know, she hears me in my little studio yeah. space yelling and screaming in the microphone. So she'll be like, she'll say things like, Oh, I heard you doing this like 30 times. You
0: know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In fairness, she's had, she's had a real extra perspective on it. That's fair <laughs> to be honest. Uh, yeah. uh, um, but I guess it opens up the floodgates a little bit though, guys, you know, clearly a nice collaboration to have. Like I say, you know, you guys go back to walk tour days and all that kind of thing. Any thoughts on doing more stuff together in the future? I know it's early days, but clearly it's been an enjoyable experience, right? Clearly open to it, yeah.
2: That's up to um, Ryan. I think he's working on something cool, so I can't speak on it. Um, oh, hello, I uh, I'm I'm
1: totally down for you know. We've talked a lot to James about like where this could go, and um, he's definitely got uh, like pretty big you know goals to to accomplish with it. The book is doing well, and um, I think he's looking to maybe get it some type of uh, deal to, to turn it into an animated series or something like that is the um you know I don't think there's anything like concrete that that's happening but I know that's sort of the goal um and I'm sure both of us would be super excited about that happening and being able to score it and write music for it going forward um so yeah I don't really know what the future holds for it but I know there are goals and ambitions to keep project moving forward and that would probably mean it needs more music and i'm sure we would you know I'm, I'm here for
0: it exciting stuff man well outside of this as well you know you guys are both very very busy dudes this year um kellen i want to briefly mention that mgk track man congratulations on that what a huge success oh, and and so well deserved it fits really really nicely uh talk to me a little bit about getting involved with that who approached who and and i guess jumping and recording on that track
2: yeah. So, um, I don't hear much from machine gun Kelly anymore. We used to talk a little bit more, but I mean, he's so busy doing everything now. So I just randomly, uh, was doing something around the house and I saw my phone buzzing and it said machine gun Kells on it. Cause that's his name in my phone. So I pick it up and I'm like, what's up, dude. And he's like, yo, Kellen, I got this song. I need you to sing on it. Can you get to a studio like right now? And I'm like, <laughs> I am like, I mean, I, I'm sure I can get there like later in the evening. So he sends it to me and, uh, I just kind of went in and, you know, did a bunch of harmonies and octaves and things like that on there. And um, I actually, when we did Ellen, um, I went in and kind of retract my bridge section because he wanted it to have like a certain feel to it. So I got to go to Travis Barker's studio and, and hang there and, and do that, which is pretty fun. But he's a blast to hang out with. Every time I hang out with him, it's like we pick up where we left off, you know, the last time we hung out. And he's just a ball of energy. We have a lot of fun. So.
0: Yeah, well, another weird connection, actually, when I chatted with him uh, around the things to my downfall, he gave Yellow Card a shout out as well. We were chatting about Buddy Valentine. He was like, dude, it's that Ocean Avenue vibe. I want to be driving in the car, getting getting that groove on that nice little bob That's got to be kind of cool too, right?
1: Yeah, I love that. Sign me up. Hey, dude, you want to write a song? You just, you know where to find me. Right here.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, Ryan, you know, apart from that, what else are you kind of working on at the minute, man? Anything you can tell us in terms of uh, what you've been cooking up over this last year or so?
1: Um I can yeah so I still work with Ryan Mendez the lead guitar player for Yellow Card uh pretty regularly we we've sort of been like a writing producing composing duo for since Yellow Card split up um So kind of two things. I'll try to make it as short as I can. We, we, uh, we scored our first movie last summer, a little independent film. It's not out. It's not like ready to show or do anything yet, but we did the music for it. Um, And that was just, it's a, it was a really small budget indie film. uh, But like having a full two hours of, of feature to score to was such an incredible experience and practice for us, you know, to really do our first big project. And um, so that led us through the end of the year and we were, we started to get, hints of this next thing we might get and it finally went through earlier this year. I don't know when we're going to start actually working on it, but we got hired to score something for Disney, which we're super, super beyond excited about. Um, I can't really say anything about it because Disney, you know, but um, I don't think there's any rules about saying that we're scoring something for for them uh, if there is, I'm in trouble now but yeah <laughs> um, but uh, but I you know without saying anything about what it is it's a huge it's a huge huge thing for us and uh, we you know congrats, scoring yeah, kind of congratulations nice that's kind of where we, we we want to go we've wanted to go for a long time uh, so so that's looking really really good and then um totally out of nowhere in the last month um, I'm always, gaming with my buds anyways it's sort of been like pandemic life for me it's been like my social interaction um and now that the pandemic is sort of slowing down and we can go back outside i still just only do that anyways um but i uh i made a twitch channel for myself like thinking i'm always doing this anyways i'll just throw it up while we're gaming and even though i suck at it people it's probably fun for people to hang and sort of like serendipitously at the same time the music twitch music guys were talking to my manager about some stuff with the of mice and men guys who, who stream a lot on twitch and they said hey we noticed Ryan started a channel we think that's awesome he's not doing any music stuff that's actually amazing because we we're, we're looking for artists that are new to the platform or haven't done anything with music yet would you be interested in talking about a deal with us and so I just signed a contract with twitch yesterday actually um, and I'm gonna start streaming full-time Monday through Friday Um, for them making part, you know, doing a part like partnership agreement with them and everything. So I'll be doing live streams Monday, Wednesday, Friday, for the most part uh, from the studio, just everything I'm working on live stream to the world. So everyone can just hang and we could chat and I'll be recording and producing some of the projects I'm working on right now. And I imagine the Disney thing, will put a quick stop to that. We won't be able to do that (laughs) live on Twitch, but um, (laughs) up until that work starts, I've got some projects that are really cool and fun that I'm working on that I can share with the world. So Um, I'll be, yeah, I'll be streaming full time with Twitch. Never saw this one coming, but it's like, it's crazy. It's technically kind of like my first day job since I worked at Chili's when I was 20 before the band started touring, but it's kind of a day job. It's like, yeah, dude,
2: that sounds, that sounds like a lot of responsibility. It's (laughs) a lot, bro. I I got,
1: yeah, I have to, I have to log like, like 60 hours a month and like clock, clock in, you know, like clock in and and stream specific music content and learn how it all works. And, um, the only thing I'm kind of freaked out about is like, uh, and I'm, I'm sure I'll learn as it goes, but like the stuff I'm doing, a lot of guys do music streaming on Twitch and it's like not very functional. It's just like just hanging and just like playing guitar or doing whatever. So they're all, they're in the chat, like deep, hanging out, talking, you know, taking requests, all this kind of thing. What I'm doing is like actually very functional. Like I'm work, it is work that I have to get done that I'm streaming. So that finding that balance of like actually completing the work, but also being engaged with the chat and like doing the Twitch thing is kind of the learning curve I have to do, but, uh, yeah, but anyway, I'm, sure I'm really I'm sure You'll
2: figure it out, dude.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited, man. I, uh, so if anybody is watching this or listening to this, uh, my, my channel is just twitch.tv slash William Ryan key. So come hang. We're dropping a big announcement on Monday, the 31st, me and Ryan, we're basically going to share our project. We've been working on for like three years that no one knows about with everyone and just play all the music live that day on the stream. And
0: so, cool. come hang. Man, really exciting stuff, man. Really excited to hear all those kind of things going on. And then, and Kellen, I guess I'll start wrap up with this, though. Last time we chatted, you were promising me some new Sirens music, dude. Yeah, what what's up, dude? We- what's going June- on?
2: Coming June
0: 1st. June 1st, what? baby. June 1st. Like, 1st
2: like you're just dropping one song? Yeah, one song. And then we're going into the studio uh, June 29th. Um, so it's called Bloody Knuckles. And um, I think that me and Jack really just wanted to kind of create a song that um, that just feels a little bit different than um, than kind of what's been going on. Like, I feel like a lot of bands are, are going more alternative, and we wanted to just kind of bring it back to. Like, you know, our, our golden days with like the Warped Tour sound and stuff. So it's really fast. It's got it's got a heavy breakdown in it. It's everything that the kids are going to want. It's like very much a street single. Um, and it's just, you know, it's just something to tied everybody over until we go into the studio and start working on new music. And um, I think it's going to do really well. I'm excited about it
0: best of luck with everything guys sounds like there's loads to be getting on with i'm sure i'll chat to you both soon separately about various other bits through the year and hopefully yeah, see like you face to face when this is all getting sorted out man hopefully yeah, you guys are get That'd to the uk nice. yeah fingers yeah. crossed dude all right take care of yourselves gents appreciate yeah. you as well, always later. Thank you to Kellen and Ryan for that conversation. Like I said before, the video is up as ever on the Rock Sound YouTube channel and the EP of the first rock band on Mars is out tomorrow. At the time of recording, it is out on June the 11th. Make sure you hit subscribe to the Rock Sound podcast, available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcast. And we'll be back with a brand new episode very, very soon. So until then, I've been James Wilson-Taylor and thank you for listening to the Rock Sound podcast.